brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, and search ask and other search engines join us now for this edition of search cast here's your hosts ram fishkin howdy sports racers no i'm kidding it's not today frank i am here on february 27th to welcome you to webmaster radio's daily search cast with danny sullivan ram danny <laughs> how's it going i didn't know it was gonna be you today oh you didn't what, well, Rebecca couldn't do very it? very disappointed. Nah. They, they didn't ask Just Rebecca. Just with your mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> your email still cracks me up, Rand sends me this email. It was really good to see you in London. I still get nervous around you. Oh, please. You I think, I think if the day ever comes when I don't get nervous around you, that's, that's when I've lost all my humility. <laughs> you are in so much trouble, dude, but we'll talk about that later on in the show. <laughs> what? Huh? No way, we'll talk about that later on the show. It'll be okay. So um, I'm just stalling. <laughs> I'm loading up some things. Just talking for me. What are you doing? Hey, Rand, we've co-hosted before, um, haven't we? Is this your first time? I, this is my first time. I'm, is this uh, I'm it? a Are you losing your daily search cast co-hosting virginity? <laughs> Man, welcome. Uh, so just thanks. for the listeners, Rand Fishkin, SEO Moz. Dot org. Lots of good stuff to be checking out there. Lots of things that are there. A lot of it's not even written for people on Dig who have uh, memory spans of 30 seconds and can't understand things if they're not in lists of 11 or 13. So you got to check out like... uh, Rand's blog. Lots of good stuff there. And Rand, of course, we've mentioned before, Rand is Super Bowl proposal guy, except he didn't get to propose on the Super Bowl. Uh, it turned out to be the proposal that you did on the Veronica Mars show, which, you know, worked out great. Geraldine got flowers from Veronica Mars, except, you know, not, not the fictional character, the real person and everything. Yeah, they're, they're actually still here on our dining room table. Oh. So they've lasted quite a long while. She's, uh, she's here, by the way. She said she'd say hi, but she's kind of oh. sick. She came well, down with whatever it was that I had. Well, there's stuff going around. Anyway, yeah. speaking of being sick, 
if you are feeling sick, perhaps you should go over and use a medical or health search engine. And indeed, Microsoft is hoping you'll do that, and that's why they just bought one, MedStory, which is a health search engine, um, which I actually hadn't heard of before. So they've purchased this thing out. I've, I haven't even had a chance to play with it. Um, you go over there. It looks kind of neat. I typed in cold, and it comes along, and, and it comes up, and it gives you these uh, ways to refine your searches, which is really nice. It looks really pretty, like, do you want to refine your search to drugs and substances, complementary medicine, personal health, conditions, is it the common cold? And if you pick one of these options, it'll help you refine your search results that you're having. So that's kind of neat. And underneath that, you're getting stuff that comes from across the entire web as well. I'm not certain who's powering the stuff from across the entire web. Um, Wikipedia was being listed first, so I thought, well, it must be coming from Google. But, you know, it could be coming from any search engine, couldn't it? Because all the search engines love Wikipedia now, because by law, I don't know if you saw this recently, uh, it was declared in Congress that um, all Wikipedia links must always come first or something like that. Yeah, I, that frustrates me to no end. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure why Wikipedia is, is, a, is technically speaking a good resource for this. It's, it's the law, man. It's the law. Just get there. <laughs> you know, I may play with Microsoft has picked it up with it and explore it. Um, it, it's interesting, though, you know, Google, of course, everybody was thinking Google and Google may still come out with their own kind of health search engine, but their first kind of entry into this was to do, sorry, but that really odd, strange, um, everybody will just tag all their pages and we'll put everybody together. And that's why if you do a search over at Google for, say, cold, you get these refinement queries that come up and they'll say, like, do you do you want to search for cold, meaning this or meaning that sort of thing? And this looks much more interesting. I mean, you know, I can do my search over here. First of all, you know, I got cool little pictures and stuff like that that come up. This is at MedStory, M-E-D-S-T-O-R-Y.com. And um, then I can also zoom in to, say, news media, audio, video, clinical trials, research articles. So it, it looks worth exploring. Um, they may have made a good purchase there. It really will depend, though, on what kind of results you actually get back. Uh, one thing I notice as I'm playing, as it's annoying, when I click on what I thought was a refinement, like I did the search for cold, and it says, are you interested in conditions like common cold? And so I click on that, and, oh, look, I get featured results. And the featured results all come from the Wall Street Journal, which, you know, I can't read unless I actually pay for them. So that's kind of sucky. But I'm sure it all and even worse, apparently one of them is unsolved mystery, which which is not what you want to hear when you see common cold. No, well, of course it is. <laughs> so I I do wonder, and I don't know if if you saw this, but several of the articles that that link to uh, um, the or that talk about the Microsoft purchase say that the website is called MedSmart and link to MedSmart.com. I'm oh, not sure they? exactly why that is, but you get yeah you get a 404. I think that's the uh, Who's doing that? Wow. Yeah, PC Advisors <laughs> um, link is off to Med Stories site, and then and then it goes to MedSmart.com. That's genius. <laughs> good thing. Well, we will we will see how all this stuff sort of goes along. Uh, I I do think I mean. <laughs> It's funny because I've you know watched the vertical spaces go and go, and we've been expecting vertical to grow, and it is growing. Um, health has been one of those areas that literally for years everybody's saying that'll be the next place that'll explode. Maybe it finally will. A lot of people were really geared up for that when Google rolled out. Um, you know, Adam Bosworth, and he was talking about how he was going to do. Um, uh, you know, do stuff over for um, improving Google on health and stuff like that. And then, you know, it, that didn't kind of really, I think, ring any bells. So How many people this use this engine right now? Is it popular? 
How many people um, well, use Ascension right now? Is it popular? Probably because it's spelled Med Story with an O. I think they're going to drop the O and just make it Med Story, and then it'll probably do better. And the S, you know, it's Med Story, and the S is still lowercase rather than being an uppercase. So uh, they'll, be, they'll, they'll web 2.0 it up, and it'll be okay. I mean, I see the delicious bookmark right there, so how can it be wrong? Uh, well, I love a bunch RSS of Silicon Valley. Bottom, so you, you yeah. already know it's good. Um, soon, I'm sure you'll be able to vote and share and um, <laughs> list the top 20 things you do not to get a cold. <laughs> so, so, that's that's so not a bad idea. <laughs> so this is a very serious program. Fools, from what I foolish ideas that you know maybe we'll make lots of money. <laughs> so hey, moving along, Google has um, stepped up the way for you to know if your web page is malware, if they don't like your page. So what Google started doing, I think it was just over a year ago, was if they thought a page was uh, malware and was going to do something really, really bad to somebody, and you tried to click from uh, that page where it was listed in the Google search results to the page itself, they'd put up this page saying, whoa, hold on there, camper. This page might be really bad, so if you really, really want to go to it, you'll have to copy and paste the URL. And then um, a few weeks ago, they seemed to have more pages that were getting uh, impacted like this. I mean, practically nobody seemed to be flagged that way, so it was only for the really bad of the bad. And then more people were starting to get caught because some people were complaining, I'm getting caught and I have no idea why, and plus, I'm totally not malware, dude. I'm like, cool. So Google, in their Webmaster Central system, of course, you could log in there and it would tell you, hey, you're malware. So you could have figured this out if you knew that you logged in there and it would let you know. But now they're saying we're trying to be more proactive. First of all, if we just decide that a site is going to be malware, we'll just go out and email you. And we don't know who runs the website, so we'll email webmaster at or admin at or any other thing that kind of makes sense to try to let the site owner know that we think you're malware. Plus, if you do log into Webmaster Central, we will show you um, some examples and we'll give you some more details about what we think is wrong and why we're flagging your site as malware so you can try to fix it and clean and make things much better. Danny, have you seen anybody who's had this? Do I know anybody personally? No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anyone either. Um, I've seen, to I've see seen what two they... cases of people who were frustrated over the fact that they were flagged as malware, and it was going to take 10 days for the um, site that Google works with to go through and verify whether or not they really were or not. And at the mm-hmm. time, my, my um, suggestion was that they really ought to flip it around and say, you know what, if you're flagged as malware and you log into Google Webmaster Central, you can push a button and they can say, I'm not malware. Um, or if it's showing you what it is, you can fix it, and maybe you can verify it automatically, but that was before they had this. But still, the idea was that you could go and say, I'm not malware, and you make the other site come back and prove it to you, and you put me back in until they say otherwise. And they have 10 days to, to come back and get, keep you out. But, you know, anyway, it, that, that's all kind of died down, and certainly this next step I think will help a lot of the site owners who are concerned. So see how it goes. You must have a pretty... Pretty darn sophisticated robot to be able to pick up uh, a lot of that stuff because I know. Well, no, the robot's not the picking intention. that up. I I think that what's happening is you've got this malware site that they partner up with that says this is a bad site and this is why we spotted it. Maybe oh. they, that site has a good robot, but I think they get reports of various things put out to them, and then you know Google's you know pointing out whatever the thing is. I haven't seen an example of how they're exactly telling you if. Um, 
someone's been flagged as malware and how, you know, whether or not it was unclear to me because it said that they might tell you some examples but I didn't. I wasn't clear whether or not they would point you to the exact page that had the malware problem and tell you exactly what it was, or sort of say, "Well, we think this page is having this kind of general problem." And read more about it here. So, we'll we'll get I more. I got you. On oh, that. I see. Yeah, it's okay. So it's stopbadware.org, and then this is all. It looks like they re- manually review people who report URLs to them. Right. So, okay, so I got you. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of people. Okay. So. Um, I'll try to get some more information out there on, from Google on that. Um, oh, well, apparently, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that they may list URLs. So, see, news is flowing in even, even as we, we speak. So, yeah, it will be your actual URLs that are, that are being shown there if they're oh. being flagged. So All I, right. I, I wish I could test that, but I, I'm not. I'm no, no, you could totally but... test it. Just put some malware up on your website and report yourself. Yeah, and right. Yourself, yeah, um, <laughs> really screwed up in Google. Why don't you do that now? Okay, I'll yeah, I'll give it a shot. SearchEngineLand.com is that the one? Yeah, well, you, it's difficult for you to do that to me, but let's not try to make that a challenge, shall we? <laughs> All right. So hey, moving along, um, AdWords. Um, oh, sorry, I'm just getting a bit nervous because apparently a large windstorm has just erupted over my head. But that's all right. The glass ceiling will hold. <laughs> That's right. Here at Search Engine Land, we have a glass ceiling. We like it. <laughs> we don't want it to shatter. Um, if it's you use you AdWords, you, you buy AdWords, you're one of the 97% of the people who do or whatever. Uh, Inside AdWords, the official blog of Google AdWords, has announced that the AdWords Editor program has been updated. It's now in version 3.0. Um, soon, I think they're going to just call it AdWords Editor 2007 beta or something like that. Uh, it's got extra features. You can now add or edit site-targeted campaigns, uh, add or deal with negative sites. You can edit another account while posting, pause, or resume individual ads, and see the number of rows you've selected in the data view. This will make more sense to a lot of people who deal with AdWords than it's making sense to me, but you should uh, check it out if you've been using it. And yes, 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 a Mac edition is coming, because goodness knows we've got to love everybody on the Macs. I had a little minor rant. I don't know if you saw on Daggle when I was going on on Google about, you know, they got the whole Google Maps blog that I talked about yesterday, and it got me going. I'm like, well, where's the Google Windows blog, right? How come Google doesn't have a blog for people who, who you know, use Windows? What, what, just because I don't have Happy Mac, I don't get to have special treatment as well? So if you want to pick up more of my little... Nobody wants to donate their 20% time to, you know, a Windows blog. I, I just don't yeah, see that. Yeah, I just, you know, come on. I think you got a lot of people who use Windows, and I just, it's just sort of like, <laughs> what, what's the deal? How about some, you know, affirmative action for Windows users? <laughs> I just want a little help. I just want a little uh, love. I just is want it, some detention. Is that what we're dealing with here? Maybe I was just griping. <laughs> How do you use Google after you've rebooted your Windows computer following an automatic update that crashed it? <laughs> that, that would be helpful. All right, hey, moving right along, we're getting right into your territory now. We're talking social media, and uh, today's Let's Get Social column, uh, Cameron Altheus has uh, written up this thing. He's saying, you know what? Get focused. Get focused. I pushed a headline on him. I said, you know, use the shotgun, not the rifle when it comes to running a social media campaign. And he's saying, you know, a lot of times he's asked, do I try to get on every social media site? Do I need to be on Dig and Delicious and Reddit and, you know, stumble upon? Or do I want to be well, focused I, to just go after a particular one? And he's yeah, saying, and you know, think, it depends I mean, on which what, – what, 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 what? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, when I – I think when we, when we do work for folks – 
it's it's a little bit different than when people are doing it themselves. So, you know, if you're a social media marketer, then right. it's your job to make sure that they're exposed in, you know, lots and lots of different verticals and markets and, and social sites. If you're just, you know, if you're working for a small company or you're working for a large company and you have, you know, a limited amount of time, then absolutely I think that rifle approach is better because you have, you know, you're going to get 80 or 90% of your value out of the first, you know, four or five different sites that you're using, right. and then it's going to be diminishing returns after that. Well, he, he definitely went into there's no sort of right answer. It's going to depend, but he did kind of stress that one of the things that people tend to complain about is, you know, I'm getting all this dig traffic, but it's not converting. And it was like, well, yeah, well, if you went to a more specialized area, maybe that'll convert a bit better for you. It'll really depend. And so that that was sort of the, the, the focus of his article, which was sometimes more focus may mean more success if you're after those kinds of conversions. And think about it. I, I love the fact that he's pointing out that, you know, if you're running a site about dogs, you can go to the dogster social site. <laughs> Did we get a dogster? When did we get a site for you know social networking for dogs? But okay, well, there I am. This is important. They're you know they're our best friend. I don't know if you're aware of that. No, they're not my best friend. I don't like them, Rand. If you've not listened to the show, you've not gotten the point. This is not a dog loving show. Actually, you know that I think that's why they called me because they heard that I didn't like dogs either, and so they said, "Oh, Rand, well he can go on. He can uh, go on the search cast." Uh, on a minor side tangent, which I'm just going to do. I don't, you know, I'm just going to do it because we've been gone on vacation, right? So that's been like a week of blessed dog-free life existence. And then the dog, <laughs> our dog, comes back from the kennel. Because now I have to put the dog in the kennel. I didn't want the dog because when we go away on trips, what do you do with the dog? Oh, it won't be a problem. No, apparently I have to pay to put it in a kennel. So it comes back, and normally the dog's nuts because we're all back and it's going crazy and it's running all over the place, which just gets me more irritated because I didn't like the dog in the first place, but I certainly didn't like it jumping all over the place. But the dog... <laughs> found a whole thing of snossages that I brought back from the U.S. on my last trip out there because occasionally I try to show some small degree of affection for the dog. So apparently he found the whole thing of sausages, dragged it out into the uh, yard, ate them all, and has been sick all day. Like the dog just been sitting in its thing, not moving. <laughs> like, what's wrong? Danny, this uh, is... Ate, ate all these sausages. So really, I'm just going to be buying more sausages in the future because it's making my life a lot easier. Ah, it's, it's tragic. The Humane Society is going to listen to this, and, and they're going to come down on you. I didn't force the snossages down its snout, okay? And all I can say is, if it was a cat, it wouldn't have been so dumb to eat them all. But that's simply because cats are a superior pet that everybody should be having. But we'll move on from that, because we're getting off the search news, we're getting on to tangents, and I get into trouble. And let me well, just so say, if anybody's listening to iPod, you know, downloads through iTunes or whatever... Um, it'd be like totally cool if somebody like likes the show could put a comment over there because the only comment over there, first of all, you can't tell when the comments posted, and then secondly, the comments like it's a really helpful show except they sometimes talk too much about things I don't care about and they could be a lot more professional. And I think that's back when we weren't so professional, but now we're like kind of uber professional except like right now we're not. Anyway, I don't know, just you know, a nice comment or two. I feel no love from iTunes. Perhaps well, if I hadn't written a post yesterday explaining why I have an irrational <laughs> hatred of Apple. <laughs> you and your OSism are going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. So, no, so before you know we went on the dog it's, tangent, it's, though, I did want to say something really quick about the, the dig thing. And I think that folks get oh, confused yeah. about this all the time, which is that people think that they're supposed to, that they're trying to get on dig or on Reddit for the conversions. They're not. I mean, you... If, if if your goal is to bring 
a lot of visitors who are going to convert on your site, then dig is not for you. Um, and, and you shouldn't be targeting that. That's not the intention. I think when, when social media marketers like, like our company go after, you know, a front page dig, the goal is to get a lot of traffic, maybe to get a little bit of branding, and definitely to get a lot of links. That's why it's called link baiting. The goal there is not, you know, let's get people to our website who can potentially be interested in our product or our services. It's let's get people to our website who can be interested enough in the content that we write to share it with their friends, whether that's through links or by email or um, virally through word of mouth or um, on a forum, you know, of course, on their blogs and their websites. Those, those are the real goals there. And so when people forget that, I, I think that they get really frustrated with, with the dig traffic, and you'll see people yeah. complain like, oh, I'm redirecting my dig traffic because it's not uh, valuable I, I thought me. the goal was just to, you know, first of all, have a nice little spike, and secondly, have a bunch of people come over and start abusing you for articles that you didn't write for them in the first place. But, you know, that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can certainly be frustrated with it, but I think that, you know, we... I don't know. We've, we've experienced a phenomenal amount of growth and success from, you know, a lot of that kind of link-baiting practice, both for our, for SEO Mods itself and, and for our clients. And I think, I think you know, despite your um, complaints, that, that search engine land has benefited from that a lot as well. No, I'm, I poke at them or whatever, and because and I've, yeah. I've had to go around or whatnot with Dig. But, you know, I, it's nice to get the traffic, and you do get some conversion off of them. I, I can tell that I've got more readers that have come off of it, and I'll certainly take yeah. more of it that comes with it from there. Um, but, you know, it, well, it's well, just one of many things that are in my mix. You know, if I'm, yeah, if I'm picking up there, land, then that's great. Yeah, well, when, when Search Engine Land launched, I mean, you know, it was a brand-new site, and after a few digs, you know, it, that's a few thousand more links that are coming into you from all sorts of sites saying, hey, this is a reputable, high-quality you know, oh, yeah. resource. And that now. really helped me a lot, Rand. <laughs> it did. It didn't. Oh, please. How did it not help you? You know what? You know what? Before I was even on Dig, I had so many reputable links, it's not even funny. I mean, what, what do you want? I got links from the Google blog, and I got links from Matt's blog, and I got links from every search marketing site that was out there. So I had the reputable links, and that didn't make a difference. This just I'm going to side tangent. I'm going to move no, on. No, I, I that don't believe it. I think if you were able to do ranking better, because we were still stuck in the Google sandbox, which I might add is finally coming to the end, because now because we've put in the time and we've been there, and I'll, I'll talk about this more in the future, I can suddenly see that now I can actually search for my own articles and I'm not 20 pages behind Dig, which dug one of my articles, which gets to rank better because they are more authoritative. And, and to me, I don't feel like it was the Dig links that were helping me off of that. But, you know, there's, there's a big debate about that because other people are like, no, no, totally. Well, so I would, yeah, I would certainly be one of the people who would, who would debate you on that. I would say that... You know, while it may not be wholly responsible, it certainly isn't solely responsible, but it, it definitely contributes to the reasons why, you know, you would see a bump in search traffic. And any time we see new sites launch, you know, certainly sure. all, all the links that are coming in help, but, you know, we well, did a little And, and I, will, I will yield to you more because simply because you see more sites that are going through it than I. But if we still disagree, we can have fisticuffs at noon. <laughs> I don't think going to blows over search marketing topics is no, Brand, you know, you're, you're mad enough. <laughs> no, really, really, I'm not. I think you have me confused with someone else. 
I got to move this along uh, because I got more stories to go through and I got to wrap them up quickly. Uh, I'm going to do one more story, then we're going to take a quick break for commercial, and then we're going to go boom, 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 boom through the rest of it. So uh, just a quick heads up uh, Lisa Barone had a nice thing where she talks about keyword research. She runs through five steps. Um, getting past the misconceptions of what people are thinking, creating your list, going through it, understanding the keyword research tools that are out there, finalizing your list. I just remembered I mentioned this yesterday on the show. Well, I'm mentioning it again. Keyword research is the cornerstone of the things that you should be doing with SEO. So she's talking about that, and uh, it's well worth checking out that, um, uh, that post that she had out there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, I, I declare, and we'll be right back, I think. <laughs> Coming up today on Webmaster Radio. The Hook. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me today for The Hook, 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Be there. (laughs) Webmasterradio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. The Daily Search Cast will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the Daily Search Cast. Here's your host, search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. <laughs> you still there, Rand? <laughs> I'm still here. Is, is it my job you. to uh, to give the old uh, howdy sports racers at this point? Howdy sports racers. I, I, I was under the impression that some sort of introduction might be necessary in addition oh, to yeah. the, the pre-announced one. Yeah, that's that's where you're supposed to go. This is Rand Fishkin, and we're back with the show. Ah, okay. Well, well, we didn't tell you. We didn't tell you were going to do commercial. Don't worry. We're hanging with it. and We're running through. We're going to get to the okay. Run through. Run through. We're going to we're going to run through them ten minutes or less because then that leaves me five minutes to eat dinner before I have to go to a meeting. Go go. If you like Google Maps, there are a number of tools that help you tap into the Google Maps API, and the Google Maps API blog talks about a number of those that are out there today, things like Tiny Maps or GeoMonkey that will let you build your own maps and explore others. So I might check out this stuff. If it helps me do stuff where I don't have to be a programmer, I think that rocks. And speaking of maps, if you ever find that there's an error, I know it could never happen, but if you found an error on a Google Maps, uh, there's a Google Groups thread that's been going on right now where Maps Guide Gen talks about how to fix some of those errors. So um, 
you can report some of these issues to people like NAVTEP or Teleatlas and say, guys, because those are the companies, of course, that are really at fault. Those are the companies that go out there and do all the mapping, and Google simply licenses out their things. So you can let them know. And, uh, oh, did you see this whole thing? Poor Scott Carp over at Publishing 2.0. He's upset because um, when he did a search for his name the other day, uh, Threadwatch is coming up saying, Scott Carp, get a clue about SEO before you go bad-mouthing it. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> that's, that's genius. I, I love it when they do that. So Scott's all upset. He does his post. He's saying, you know what, here's a challenge, you SEO industry. You guys suck so bad, and there's things like this that give you a bad reputation. You, you do these bad things, and you're ranking for my name, and you know, burn in hell. Except he didn't say it like that, because Scott's actually a nice guy, so he said it a little more polite. <laughs> and um, you know, the SEOers are coming back saying, well, look, this could have happened. This has nothing to do with SEO. This could have happened for a variety of reasons. And in fact, I even dropped a comment, except you can't see my comment because Acismet or whatever that thing is always eats my comments, and I hate it, and I hate it, and I hate it. Uh, okay? Just hate it. And if you use it, there. stop using it because I can't post on any of your blogs because it hates me. I know. I'm going to follow you know, up with you Matt. You know, Danny, you can post on SEO models anytime. We have no spam filter. Yeah, all right. Well, I can post on yours. I've never remembered your, your thing. Anyway, yeah. I went through the things, and I'm going, well, you know, Scott, as I look at this, you've got some other people who disagree with you who on their blogs mentioned you by name, and guess what? Those blogs have authority, and they had a lot of links pointing back at them, so they started ranking for your name. Well, duh. And, in fact, he was, one of the things he was saying was, well, how come, like, GigaOM, which mentions me several times, I don't see them ranking? It's because GigaOM never named him in the title of any of their posts. So if he can get you know them to do that, I'm sure that that will start changing things as well. But you know, you can understand why well, you can understand why people are getting concerned sure. now, and, and we're starting to get this I suppose, bad reputation in the SEO industry that if you if you diss someone, then um, well, we go after your name because we had the whole Dave Pasternak thing that happened, didn't we? Right, right, and now. Right. Uh, I think well, Greg's cleaning that up with the uh, with the chef exactly. guy, which I think is really cool. So the whole cool. thing there was Dave Pasternak who was saying, you know, SEO, this isn't that 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 hard. It's not rocket science. So then all the SEOs are like, okay, we'll, we'll prove it. We're going to start ranking number one for your name. This whole contest kicked off, and now uh, Greg Bozer comes in with a post saying, you know what, I never liked these kind of contests in the first place. But there's actually a whole other Dave Pasternak, Master Chef Extraordinaire, out of out of New York. So he's got this big long post. Up there, he's saying, I'm not going to be trying to rank well for Dave Pasternak from Did It. I'm putting all my efforts into getting the real Dave Pasternak up there. <laughs> I think I think he was saying that was his entry, and if he should win, he was going to take people to eat at Dave Pasternak's restaurant. Oh, and this is a James Beard award-winning chef, so I'm, exactly. I'm excited to go. And he's holding a heck of a fish know? in his hand in this picture. So. <laughs> As always, a, re- a reminder to people that um, you can... Um, you can get to all the stories that I'm talking about at dailysearchcast.com. Um, just um, dailysearchcast.com, find today's episode, and they will all be there. And then speaking of all these names, <laughs> come over to SEO Boss today. As you've got this thing on Yahoo where you're searching for Vanessa Fox from Google Webmaster Central. And Yahoo comes back, and it suggests as the uh, also try in the search for Vanessa Fox, Google Sitemaps. Vanessa Fox Fishkin, Vanessa Fox Duplicate, which apparently got Geraldine wondering if, um, you know, there's been a marriage that she didn't know about. <laughs> well, at least we know that, uh, you know, Vanessa's going to be adopting both last names, if, if and when <laughs> oh, we do well, that, get hitched. Isn't that sweet? Both modern yet traditional. Um, 
Do you do you know why that happened? You figured it out? Well, I think it's. It, there, I did a video with Vanessa Fox for WebPro News in Chicago, exactly. and it was it was very popular. So a lot of people were writing about you know Vanessa Fox and Rand Fishkin video, um, and apparently. Yahoo picked up on that and, and now has this little system. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Geraldine's first words were, do you love her? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that, but that was exactly it because you guys had, and that was a great video, and I'll put a link into it as well. But um, it was a great video, and if you were trying to find this, this video that both of you were in, it was natural to put in those sorts of names. In fact, wh- what happens if I search for Rand Fishkin? Did you, yeah, did you, you do don't a search for your own thing. name on Yahoo? No. And can I just yeah, say that we were, you know, impressed that you're um, using Yahoo? Impressed that I'm using Yahoo. It's a, it's a phenomenal right now. Yeah. It's actually, especially the results for my name are considerably better than they are at Google, and and for a lot of other things too. Well, I've been using it simply because it doesn't like um, time out on me the way that Google does. <laughs> like, yeah, what like, is that? I'm trying to search on Google, but you're not like. You're just not responding back to me, so it's getting me irritated. Anyway, so there we are. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny with the whole name thing. And then the last thing that just kind of cap off the whole name stuff, over at uh, Dave Naylor's blog, he made me laugh because he's, his, his site appears to have dropped out of uh, Google. So he's like, hmm, who should I tap into? Should I email Brian White over at Google? Should I email Vanessa Fox? And I love it. He says, Matt Cutts is so last year. <laughs> so true, though. You can't, you know, Matt cannot be reached effectively and quickly. So, you know, these, these well, other folks are really um, a great resource. So he's, I, know, and, he's But great. I didn't take it negatively. I took it as, um, I took it as a, you know, as a nice thing that, that Google, of course, has all these new people that have come in and that have become these resources and that, you know, it used to be, well, you got to talk with Matt and now there are lots of other people. When I did that, uh, eight Googlers you should know, and I'll put a link back up to that sort of thing, that was part of the whole thing as well to help people say, look, you know, there, there are all these other Googlers that are out there that can do stuff for you that you should be talking with. Yeah, that was um, actually really cool to meet a lot of those folks, uh, I think, I got to meet Miley and Kevin and a few of those other people, and and of course Adam, um, who's been a terrific evangelist and, for them. And of course we will yeah. come back to Adam. But um, you know, I don't know if you realize that they all have actual trading cards that they can hand out. So if you should see them and you're really really in with them, you can you can get them to give you one of their special official Google trading cards, and uh, maybe you can get the whole set. I've I've got a lot of them. I I, I have a Sergey. I I've been hoping to get the Larry. Don't know if I'm going to get that. Yeah, you got to watch out. You know who you should you know should you should be careful of that that Trevor guy from Trevor. from uh, Webmaster I, Central. No, Trevor's not a problem. I know Trevor. We're close enough friends. I just refer to Trevor as T Man. But hey. Okay. Okay. So we'll. I'm not sure if you're aware, but but his friendliness is is frightening. Um, he is the most happy and um, outgoing individual uh, I have ever met. I can't remember ever not seeing him smile. That's remarkable. So him we'll and, work uh, on that. Um, he'll, I'm sure he'll be out at the New York show, so we'll try to, I don't know, let's, <laughs> let's try like hitting him in the stomach and stuff like that, or get him in between us when we have a fight over dig traffic and see if we can, <laughs> we can wipe that. Him and Jonathan both. I, I feel like it must be one of those criteria to get hired over at Google Kirkland is that, if you frown once, you know, they toss you out. And so they just kept yeah. the people who, who continually oh, had a grin on their face. You know, face. I'm sure that there's people there that say, let's turn that frown upside down. <laughs> 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 
All right, moving along, moving along. Uh, Piper Caffrey, online ad spending going up, up, up. Now they expect it will go beyond $80 billion in 2011. Previously, they thought it was only going to be $78 billion. So, you know, there's some money flowing in. Um, Pandia reports that Ikea had some trademark trouble that they um, – Ikea, Ikea. They were buying ads on Google linked to the terms that were also the trademark of their uh, competitors. Uh, you know, thinking there's competitors to Ikea, there's other people who sell <laughs> things that have to be assembled at incredibly low prices. Um, so, apparently so. Um, Is this like West Elm and Dania and stuff like that that they're buying? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Crazy price. Buy now with letters <laughs> with slashes through them. So, um, you don't have anyway. to be smart just in advertising. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm giving you my Ingemar impression. I don't know if they do Ingemar ads over in Britain. No, it's not making bells with me. Sorry. All right, sorry. But speaking of tra- speaking of ads, by the way, not a trademark thing, but there was a court case that's just come down saying that search engines do not have to take your ad. Like you thought that was common sense, right? You can't be forced <laughs> to take somebody's ad. Like I'm not the federal government. First Amendment does not cover me in the U.S. because I'm a private company. Um, and, in fact, that's what the court said. It's like there was um, a person, uh, I don't see his first name here, sorry, Langdon. Uh, I want to say Steve Langdon, but he actually works for Google, so he probably wasn't suing Google. But um, the, the, the person apparently likes to complain about stuff and wanted to run some ads to attack people, and all these major surgeons are like, we don't want your ads. So... Um, they didn't take them, and he took them to court, and the court ruled they have a First Amendment right to reject ads because they can have speech or not take speech, and, um, you know, they're not bound by the First Amendment to take ads in the U.S., so too bad. It's I will say, though, the judge there's going to be one caveat that's going to come up to this. At some point, guarantee it, you'll find that the search engines will probably have some kind of um, laws requiring, say, in political ads, you have to give fair time or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I just know that at some point we're going to see that applied in some way. That someone's going to say, you know what, if you're taking ads from this political party, you have to take ads from the other political party and do all that stuff the broadcast channels have to do. I'm, I'm guessing. So I wonder, I wonder whether that will apply to the organic results as well in some fashion. Because that could be, could be very interesting to see. Harder. Harder to see because, you know, I don't know, you know, organic results are like editorial. But we'll see. Hey, last yeah. item, then I, I must go because I've got five minutes to eat. Um, you may recall earlier this month, Ask.com was really upset when their Google pin flatlined and ran out of ink during a crucial business meeting, and they lost important notes. So um, <laughs> now Google has sent them a new pin and said that, um, you know, first of all, you didn't need to be worried that our pins are redundant, so they have this uh, scalable architecture and not, no data would have been lost. And here's the pen. We're sorry about the inconvenience you had. So Ask has got the pen up on their blog, the letter that's come with them. Ask has um, wiped out the signature in the letter. But come on, we know it's from Adam Lasnik. I can tell. Adam did the same sort of thing where he sent a letter to um, – he sent a letter over to um, – oh, what is it? Ciliatani over at Marketing Pilgrim when he complained about, you know, AdWords were giving him a headache, so Adam sent them some pain relief, sent them some aspirin. And so now Adam's sending off letters. This is Adam's gig. You know Adam did that. That's kind of funny. And Barry also mentions, by the way, that search engines like to play with each other and, and puts up the example how when Google ran out of beer during the uh, Google dance in 2004, uh, Yahoo mocked them and put up a little thing saying, that you, what was it? it was, if you did the search and it was, um, I'll bring it up here and I'll end the show on that, you would do a search for SES party rule number one and the result would come up, never run out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> funny. 
Uh, well, it's good. I mean, it's good to be in an industry like that. I think if we weren't, we, we would be much sadder and, and less joyful. Absolutely. And, and we are nothing but non-sad and fully joyful. And, and <laughs> At least the two of us. Yeah, where we are. Hey, just because, you know, we like hanging out. So there we are. Well, Danny, you better go run and eat, sir. I'm going What's to. I've got like three minutes to eat. I think I can do it. It's very I'm good happy. having you co-host. I, I hope that um, I was gentle with you and uh, <laughs> that you'll come back. Yeah, much better than a lot of the shock jocks I had to talk to for the super proposal thing, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I don't have to sneak around Geraldine, so that's nice. Excellent. Well, so everyone, uh, February 27th, Daily Searchcast, all through. Your host, Danny Sullivan, as always. Uh, come back and, and join him again tomorrow. This is Rand Fishkin saying ciao. Bye. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Then stay tuned into WebmasterRadio.fm, where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. Friday, March 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Join us for another WebmasterRadio.fm town hall meeting featuring RevenueDirect.com. That's the RevenueDirect.com town hall meeting. Friday, March 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. WebmasterRadio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.